engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. FM, this is The Void Show. Thank you so much for being here today once more again. Um, if this is your first time, uh, welcome to the family. Welcome to The Void Show. It's always great to have you around. And if you have been here before, um, we're very glad that you're here again. Uh, this is The Void Show on Active FM. As all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. My name is Andrew and I am your show host. And uh, I must say that you probably have seen, right, surely have seen what we're going to be discussing today. Uh, it's antiquity of optics, right? And what that basically means is uh, just a bit of history um, on the science of optics, right? Uh, now, we have discussed light. And so if, 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 so the science of optics, it, it really deals with a lot of light again. Right, it deals with a lot of light. You would remember, uh, just just uh, a few weeks ago, we had a, a show where we discussed light on itself, right? And what the sort of objective of that show was was to really speak about the the the, the colors, right? The wavelength and and the colors. Why do we see different colors? And, and just the nature of, of light. So it was really more on that. But when we're speaking about optics, it's still really the science of light, right? Uh, but what we're going to be dealing today is obviously to sort of speak about the, you know, kind of like the genesis, right? The origins of optics, the origins of optical technology, right? And, um, I must say that you're going to be a bit surprised because uh, you would start to see that the origins of optical technology really date back to all the way back in time, right? To what we would say is remote antiquity, right? Uh, you would see that even in the Bible itself, Exodus, there are uh you know uh optical technology somehow squeezes itself you know you would see that the well, while the ark and tabernacle were still being built uh there were there were glasses involved there you know the the the, the ceremonial basins right we were speaking about we would speak about early mirrors you know how they were sort of made and so that's just optics there right so so it's it's really going to be an exciting show. Uh, I I really hope that you can enjoy the show. Uh, so in a nutshell, what can we say optics is? Now optics is just the science that's you know it's the genesis, uh, the, the, the 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 propagation of light, right? And how it really changes as it interacts with the different mediums, right? Different phenomena that are sort of associated with it. So I'm really glad to be here and I hope that you are as excited as I am as we are gonna be dealing with the science of optics. Stay tuned and right after this, we're gonna be continuing. You're listening to Active FM. Christ music is... Christ music. 
Beautiful. So, uh, where we're going to be starting today to speak about the science of optics, we're going to be starting here, right? Uh, optics, the beginning, so sort of genesis. Um, well, the genesis, and you know, we can't really say there was a point back in time when uh, optics began, right? We can't really pinpoint to that time, but we would. We can pinpoint to a certain epoch, right? Certain human epoch, and say this is when the science or the optical technology sort of dates, right? Um, and you would see that uh, according to how it's traced back, the origins of optical technology date back, way back to what now we would call remote antiquity, right? To the times of um, you know, Exodus, right? 12,000 BCE, right? You would see that uh, the, 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 there's an, a huge involvement of mirrors, uh, there's a huge involvement of, of glasses, right? The, the looking glasses of the, of the women, right? Um, the, the ceremonial basin, right? The early mirrors, you would sort of look that. And so that's where it really dates back. And, and and you would even uh, you know what one of the interesting things is that uh, early mirrors if 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 you can know that beautiful fact for today early mirrors were actually made up of uh, copper did you know that they were just made up of a polished copper so it would be copper then they would sort of polish it and it would be a mirror or it would have been just you know bronze you know what we call copper right we have copper wires we have things like that so early mirrors were sort of used made by copper right and it was just it would just be sort of polished right to sort of reflect the light it still does but if you want to see yourself and obviously you'd have to polish it more and bronze as well was used on to to build early mirrors right and and um a copper you know tin if you know a tin right that's one of the elements that's one of the sort of uh, materials like copper and bronze so some of them were actually used to also build up the the the, the mirrors right so um you you can see that as as, as we speak about this right uh, you can sort of see that um the the science of optics sort of goes all the way back in time right so it, it would obviously involve light it would obviously involve uh, how it sort of propagates with material and you know one of the most interesting things that you should know is is the 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 the, the, the term optics it was originally used and, and way way back in time it was originally used in relation to the eye right it was originally used only in relation to the eye and and obviously if we're going to be speaking about the eye that would obviously involve what it would obviously involve sight right it, was, it would obviously involve um um vision right and so later on uh as as the science began to sort of develop and evolve it was it was then used for light right it was then used for uh uh 
you know, because uh, as 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 time went by, we then now had like things like your glasses, right, your lenses for people to 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 see, and so it was also now expanded to the use of those, and uh, you know the the the. the the lenses and you know sort of other devices that were helping with sight um they were now called optical instruments right they were now called optical instruments and obviously that's when the science of optics or the use of the word optics sort of uh, spread swiftly or spread rapidly right sort of broadened to cover any application of light right to 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 sort of cover any application of light and when we go all the way back in time to your your times of uh, you know old greek philosophers here we've spoken about pythagoras before you know your pythagoras your uh, democritus you know you've got your plato you've got your aristotle these are some of the early known right you know i don't believe that the only sort of philosophers back in time there were many people who were curious about the universe right just that they are not in our books right so 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 there were a lot of them but these ones are sort of the ones that you know their work were recognized and they made it to the pinnacles and so uh, these are just some of the philosophers you know um, especially the greek philosophers who developed several theories right all the way back in time developed several theories to explain the nature of light right and obviously because light is involved there then we can now even speak about uh, theories that we use to sort of explain the nature of light right we would have the the law of reflection right and so these were you know some of the early laws and if you check when they were sort of you know announced and 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 really began to be used in, in the the science of physics it's all the way to 300 bce right you would see their books that that are that are that are you know that, that they wrote about uh, these phenomena right and so these are the times when uh you know uh, really deeply curious people started to sort of study the nature of light the, it goes really all the way back there um uh things like you know the refraction right you would remember light bends uh, from a different medium to a different medium right so when light moves in space it it, it it could be a ray of light or rays of light from the sun but at the moment it enters our atmosphere is from the vacuum to our atmosphere and so when you have something like that light bends okay it's naturally like that light would bend we've spoken about this it's sort of like having a, uh, a glass of water if you've got a glass of water and you have i don't know a pencil just a long stick a pencil or a stick whatever that means right a pencil or a stick or um what a straw right normally use a straw to do these experiments if you have a cup of water no no a glass of water right the one that's sort of uh, visible transparent okay if you have that you have a straw you put it inside the water you will see that the moment you dip your straw or your long stick in the water it would they would sort of be shifting right it you would put it here but the moment you look on the side of the glass it would seem like this straw has shifted forward right how do you explain that it's because of light 
right? It, it, it is from a different medium, which is air, and you enter it into a different medium, which is water. And so there's sort of a bending, right? And so physics would obviously calculate, uh, the, the, you know, the angles of reflection, the angles of refraction, and this all the way dates back in time, right? It dates all the way back in time to a very early times, to your times of, you know, Pythagoras and, and Aristotle. So isn't that science beautiful? Absolutely beautiful. So let's play a bit of a jam today. And um, what do we call the jam? Um, we're going to play. Oh, this is a beautiful song. And um, I hope you enjoy the song. After this, we're going to be continuing to sort of uh, chime in on the antiquity of optics and see where that's going to get us, right? So here's a beautiful jam by Soetus Finest featuring uh, Blake Lairs. And they're saying to you, Njalo, Njalo, enjoy.
I remember Satan and Judah. Kawala Fatsi one cook on the free face. Said he like a tuta. It's not about what I'm earning. Used to live a life without purpose. You make me realize I'm not worthless. I'm moving now. Waka one cook. I remember Satan and Judah. Kawala Fatsi one cook on the free face. Said he like a tuta. 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 To the king of all kings, the Alpha and Omega. The one that said, when you're full of tears, pray and life will be better. I'm thankful, Father, for the life that you've given me. Though life itself has inflicted so much pain on my soul. When my parents left me behind, I will still not question your doings, Father. For you've taken care of me, you've loved me, and you've protected me. And when Father said, let there be talent, and there was so it was fine, and in that I found my brothers. Soweto's finest uh, featuring uh, Blake, Blake Les playing on a radio station that is Active FM. Thank you so much for still being here. This is The Void Show. And my name is Andrew. I am your show host. Still with me. And of course, we are still discussing the antiquity of optics, right? The science of optics. Um, a very beautiful um, and an interesting uh, show right uh, we get to learn about the science of optics and before this beautiful gem Njalo Njalo we really spoke a little bit about what um, optics you know the science of optics is and what it involves right and so obviously then uh, with with what we have said 
that would not only be the science of optics, but then it would also include um, your things like your your telescopes, right, and stuff like that, lenses, and that's optics, okay? If if it has something to do with light, well, everything has got to do with light. But then uh, those that are sort of used. Uh, in relation or involving light directly, right? I mean, you'd have your telescopes, you'd have your, uh, your, your, your lens. I mean, lenses obviously on the telescopes, uh, uh, you know. So, so that that's it. And obviously, we've also had a show that speaks about uh, telescopes. What kind, different kind of telescopes that we have, right? Different kind of telescopes that we have. We have sort of also spoke about that. And, and, um, you know, when you go to, to things like, uh, the, the, the 17th century, well, that's when you really start to find your, your telescopes, uh, being invented. Right. And I must say that, um, we, we do sort of attribute or say it's, 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 you know, these people who sort of came up with the telescope, your Newton, right, Sarah's at Newton, and this and this and that. But, um, well, there are some history papers, or there, there's been a kerfuffle on who actually, right, invented the refracting telescope. You'd remember that we do have a refracting telescope and we have a reflecting telescope. So it's not clear who actually invented the refracting telescopes. I mean, hey, uh, but I mean that the, we, we do have records and uh, 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 so I mean, on the records, obviously, we do have the records. So uh, we do know that when you check on the records, you, you find that um, in, in about uh, early 17th century, right, early 17th century, that would be. 1610 1608 right you have somebody called hans and and uh he was a dutch sort of spectacle maker right and and i mean you can hear obviously by these times there were spectacles right the word glasses as we would call them now and and so you would find that he he sort of he he applied for a patent on on the refracting telescope, right? So he he's on the records. He's the, the, the person who applied for a patent on, on on the refracting telescope. And what do we mean by that? We mean so a patent would be uh, some sort of uh, you, you know um, authority, well, government. Uh, so it's 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 like claiming a title on something, okay? And obviously would need the help of a government. So he, he did that. He applied for a patent on the refracting telescope all the way back in time, right? We do have records of that. And 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 after that, you find um, uh, Galileo Galilei, uh, who lived, uh, you know, in uh, the 16th century to the 17th century. So he lived from uh, roughly mid-16th century to roughly mid 17th century, uh, you, you, you do also find out that he heard about the, the invention of the telescope, right? The refracting telescopes. He heard about the invention and just within several months, he had built his own instrument, eh? um, using lenses and stuff by his hands, right? So, so, um, 
you 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 we, uh, we, we probably could say that the telescopes and and you the, the, i mean the, the telescopes those different ones were built around the same times but we also remember do have what we call a microscope and in the history books you also find out that um the the microscope was also built around the same times as as you know as as with 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 the telescopes or the sort of built around the same times so, so normally a lot of times we would say galileo galilei is the first person who who built the 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 telescope but when you actually read in the history books pretty well you find out that um not not really because uh, uh later he 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 built his telescope while uh, a bit before that you have hans who claimed for a patent right or who applied for a patent uh, on on the device so there's just a little bit of that as well now when you you go to uh, and this is what we're going to end with your 19th century this is when the um, the, the wave theory of light was born right or it was sort of put into place the wave nature of light the wave theory of light so so in in the physical world um not the physical world but the physics right on how scientists view light they study light um we, we normally say it has a dual nature okay it was a dual nature so uh we we can study light as a particle right in other words light is it's made up of particles like light the ray of light light itself is made up of particles and it's not just easy as to say it's particles it's you know it's it's a very complex uh science and that's involved there right it's not just to say it's made up of particles and stuff it's it's, it's really really complex stuff there when you really want to go into detail to study that and and on the other hand it's it's, it's a wave right it behaves as a wave light right that's why we say it's an electromagnetic wave it's an electromagnetic wave right so it's sort of electricity and magnetism magnetism right electric wave and magnetic wave sort of intertwined together and it moves like that through space and time so so in the 19th century um that's when you know this wave theory of light was was born right and and by by uh, a scientist that we call dr thomas young he lived uh um you know uh late late 18th century to at about uh, a quarter uh uh quarter 20th century right 1973 to 1829 right so uh, it was one great truly great minds of, of the century right and 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 he obviously read papers before and and after reading papers that were done with the setting of light uh he 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 obviously then you know added to 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 it the concept that's called the principle of interference right and 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 what it said was when two undulations from different origins coincide either perfectly or nearly uh or very nearly in direction their joint effect is a combination of the motions belonging to each other when two undulations from different regions coincide either perfectly or very nearly in direction their joint effect is a combination of the motions belonging to each other right and 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 obviously uh that that was when he uh, sort of uh, spoke about this wave nature of light and that's a bit of it uh a bit of a technical show 
but I really hope you got something today and you really learned about something, right? Um, and that's it for Antiquity of Optics. Hi, my name is Minion and I'm a worship leader at Hillsong Church, Pretoria. And um, you are listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Apparently, uh, that happens to be uh, the end of our show today, The Void Show on Active FM. Thank you so much for having me here. That was just a bit of, you know, history on on optics right a bit of history and i would call it an antiquity of optics and i must say that it was a beautiful show uh we really just sort of learned the nitty gritty stuff of of the science of optics right so if you enjoyed the show please do share out the show and um uh, uh share out the show and you know tag us and um, we'll be here again next week the very same time uh, with with another interesting science topics. Have a fantastic week. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM. Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.